good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Ogama, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. And this portion of the show is brought to you by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice but i don't know why i have an echo yeah i don't know either it sounded pretty good there um from here other than the dramatic pauses but that must have been the echo hey we have uh, nancy <laughs> nancy bolio on tonight uh we're going to talk we're going to dive deep into treaties with nancy um uh, you know because we always talk about treaties uh but sometimes we gloss over the fact that a lot of people don't understand that we're all treaty people and what that really means. So I'm really excited to have Nancy explain it to us and do a, a, a Treaties 101 uh, kind of a show today. And then Ogma and I will talk a little bit about um, the news that uh, is going on around uh, around uh, Native country and uh, and just things in general in the last segment and uh, Ogma, do you think you got your echo echo chamber fix there? You got I hope so. How do I how do I sound to you? You sound okay to me. All right, as long as there's no echo for you, I think I can probably make it work on my end. All right, we'll check it out. Give it a give it a shot. All right, Boujou, I mean everybody, this is Ogma Gidimakwe, and I have some news for you here on Native Roots Radio. The first thing I wanted to touch base on is a recap of the Spark Joy Extinguished Fossil Fuels Day of Action that happened last Friday, January 20th. Hundreds of activists across Turtle Island are going to honor the life and the legacy of longtime fellow pipeline fighter Joy Bond um, as part of a nationwide day of action and demanded that the Biden administration declare a climate emergency to stop new fossil fuel development. There were 27 actions across 15 states, and uh, they went all the way from Hawaii, all the way to Oklahoma, Montana, and New Mexico, and there was one event in Germany. So that was really exciting uh, to see that come through. And, uh, you know, it heals the heart when we see these types of actions that take place in uh, in memory of our fellow pipeline fighters um, who were lost or um, you know, who are unable to be here with us in uh, this, this realm anymore. Um, Joy Braun was a member of the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe in Eagle Butte, South Dakota, and she fought for the construction. She fought the construction of toxic oil and gas pipelines and was one of the first founders at the Sacred Stone Camp at Standing Rock. So it's really exciting to see this uh, type of event coming through. And uh, like I said, it uh, warms my heart that we got to um, spend time with Joy while she was here and that uh, her legacy is carried on that way. It sounds like we're I still uh, echoing uh, big time. The people are saying us, uh, Patrick. How are we sounding uh, at the at the radio station? Oh, we sound pretty good on our end, I think. Okay, well, um, uh, Nancy, I can see you. Uh, am I echoing too? No, oh, just so me. It looks like it's a streamyard uh, streamyard issue here. If I'm echoing, am I echoing uh, Ogama? I don't hear an echo for you. I only hear an echo for me. Hmm. Let's bring Nancy on here. We're, uh, Nancy, can you hear me? Am I echoing too? Oh, okay. Uh, Alice said just Ogma. Nancy, can you give me uh, unmute your mic real quick? We're doing this on the fly. This is like uh, live TV. Uh, give me a count. Sure. Sure. Oh, you sound good. Yeah. Um, we're all treaty people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Nancy, uh, 
no echo for me, and uh, it looks like, uh, I don't know, Tracy, is there an echo for uh, Fancy Nancy, too? No? Okay, cool. Just Ogma, it looks like. So maybe you can uh, we can jump into this segment right away and pretend it's not a rehearsal and that this is live radio. Oh, uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it says Nancy is echoing big time, too. So maybe what we have to do is, uh, oh, is that true? Nancy, give us a quick count, because I don't hear you echoing here. Basic niche. Oh, now I am echoing. Oh, that's crazy. So maybe it's a StreamYard issue. And uh, if I'm not echoing, maybe we need to have everybody call call the station here uh, in the next uh, four minutes, and I'll just... Uh, I'll just uh, do a tap dance here uh, and talk about treaties a little bit here. Uh, I think we're going to have to have everybody call. Uh, Ogama, give it a shot, but I guess Nancy's echoing too. So we're echoing over StreamYard, which we do the show on YouTube and Facebook, and, and it sounds like I'm not echoing, but you're echoing and Nancy's echoing, so it must be a StreamYard situation. Yeah. So that's crazy. Um, one of you uh, give us a call at 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205, and then we'll just mute you here and uh, and talk to you over the phone. So, Patrick, uh, you know, it's really strange. We're all made out of electros, and whenever there's a little a little mishap, whether it's coming from our bodies or from the atmosphere, there's electronics are just such a tricky thing. It seems like don't, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, and it, it's funny too, when I used to uh, do film and edit, uh, if there was like, I don't know if it was negative vibes and we weren't smudged off, weird stuff would happen all the time. And, and it was totally bizarre that, uh, um, you know, it was like Murphy's law. If you uh, needed to finish this project by a nine and, and, uh, you wouldn't do it, especially if you were, you know, not in a good way, if you were like stressed out and stress comes with finishing projects and things like that. But nine times out of 10, and I don't think that's what's going on here, but I just uh, think it's really bizarre how, uh, electronics, uh, are affected by, uh, the atmosphere and kind of the vibes we're giving out too. So, it's it's a, a total bizarre thing. I'm wondering, Ogama, do you, did you try and call the station? Yep, we do have Ogama now on the phone line with us. Speaking of people now coming over through the electricity. <laughs> oh, good. That was a that was a good intro. Go ahead, Ogama. You got uh, two minutes to do all the news you can. Sure, no problem. I'm really happy to uh, be able to be on with you guys again today, uh, even if it's in a slightly different way than normal. Um, I did touch base on the uh, candlelight vigil, and the other couple of things that I had to talk about are um, exciting things for the uh, Leonard Peltier movement and uh, a couple of things uh, for the uh, Minnesota State uh, House of Representatives. The Minnesota State House has passed the PRO Act, uh, protecting Minnesotans' reproductive freedom. Um, they passed it uh, just uh, at the end of last week um, with a final vote of 69 to 65. And the bill uh, basically means that Minnesotans have a fundamental right to reproductive care. And uh, it is now moving into uh, the Senate to act on the bill. And then Governor Walz has signaled that he's going to sign that legislation into law. So very excited about that. And there's also some uh, things that have happened through, too, with um, the House uh, putting through action to uh, ban conversion therapy here in Minnesota. Um, so that is being heard in uh, different committees and uh, caucuses in the House, and that is another exciting one that's coming through. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to touch base on is that uh, it looks like there's going to be a rich, a valley, uh, excuse me, a rally and vigil at the California State Capitol, uh, marking the 48th year of the illegal incarceration of Leonard Peltier. That's going to be in Sacramento, California. On February 6th, and they'll be holding a silent vigil at the California State Capitol starting at 11.30 a.m. on the west side. So if you're listening to us from uh, California or if you're here in uh, Minnesota and you uh, want to have a mirror action, 
um, and make sure you are tuning in with that. And uh, those are my big things I have for today, Robert. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Ogama. Up next, Nancy uh, Bolio on TV and on the phone. We'll give you a call right now, Nancy. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and we're doing it with uh, duct tape and smoke signals today. Oh, wow. We'll be right back. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Getting vaccinated doesn't have to be boring. The Department of Indian Work St. Paul is having a COVID-19 community vaccine event on Friday, January 27th that will feature music, crafts, art vendors, and more. Not only will you get to enjoy some great art, but you'll also receive $50 of gift card incentives when you get your shot. So protect yourself from COVID while having some fun enjoying Minnesota's vibrant indigenous art scene. Again, that's Friday, January 27th from 3 until 7 at the Indigenous Roots Cultural Center in St. Paul. Take care of your community by joining Metro Transit's Adopt a Stop program. Show your community pride by adopting a transit stop. Join us in helping keep the stop and your neighborhood beautiful and report any maintenance needs to us. We'll put a sign at the stop recognizing your efforts, plus you'll get 10 free rides every month. Get details at metrotransit.org slash adopt. Again, adopt a stop for Metro Transit. The Senior Linkage Line is a free statewide service of the Minnesota Board on Aging, helping older Minnesotans and caregivers find answers and connect to services and supports. Questions about Medicare, transportation, looking to move to senior housing, overwhelmed with prescription drug plans? Call the Senior Linkage Line at 800-333-2433 or visit trellisconnects.org where we help people optimize well-being as they age. That's trellisconnects.org. This is Winona LaDuke of Honor the Earth, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this uh, portion is brought to you by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition, who have been with us for many, many years, and we appreciate their support. And uh, as you probably both know, and our audience knows, uh, the 14th is a go this year, and that's the MMIW walk here in, in the Twin Cities. And uh, prior to COVID, uh, there was thousands of thousands of people wearing uh, red jer- red dresses and uh, uh, red shirts and supporting the MMIW uh, and uh, wondering where our uh, our our lost loved ones are. Hey, Nancy, can you hear me? Or, I can. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. You're kind of a, a frozen picture now on on the screen here, but uh, in a good way. Oh, there you are. Hey, so, hey, uh, we're going to try and do uh, some stuff here uh, today and we talked a little bit about uh, we have people listening to us all the time, new listeners, and we, we probably lost half of them today with our technical difficulties. But uh, we should uh, maybe backtrack a little bit and talk about really what treaties are and how they are everybody's treaty and uh, maybe a little history of treaties and do a little 101 uh, a treaty uh uh, show today, and uh, you're the person that I thought of first, and uh, and second, by the way. And let's talk a little bit about that. Right. Um, is, is there a possibility that I, I, I suppose not? Um, Ogama cannot probably share that video. I really wanted to share. It was she can. Minute. She said she can. Yeah. Let's start off with that because I think that's a good foundation of what I want to share, and I think you know this video is by uh, NPR. And I think, you know, it's really um, kind of put into layman's terms uh, why treaties matter. And I think, you know, not just our listeners, but everyone out there really needs a deep understanding of why uh, people like myself defend our treaties. And so um, I think this is a good start the video. Well, I think non-Native people know that treaties were signed. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> A treaty is fundamentally an agreement between two nations. Treaties are only made between sovereign governments. 
In fact, the U.S. has made more than 300 treaties with American Indian nations. The United States' existence when it first won the war against Great Britain was very precarious, and many countries around the world did not recognize the United States' sovereignty. So the U.S., as a way to assert that it was a sovereign, it made agreements with Native nations to sort of say to Europe, to Britain, hey, we're sovereign too, we can make these agreements. Yeah, it looks like there's a, a little echo going on there. So maybe what we can do, Nancy, uh, oh, bring you back in here. Okay. All right. Well, again, it was uh, a video that, you know, is really important. Oops, I think I'm on mute. No, you're good. We hear you. That's right. I, I, I was looking at the screen thinking I was on mute, but I'm I'm on a landline on the, on the back side of it. So uh, forgive me there. So, yeah, you know, um, there's a lot of misconceptions about treaties. And, again, I want to... Um, uh, reiterate, regardless of, you know, what church you go to, what political party you belong to, or how you self-identify, we're all treaty people, and, you know, treaties are very much alive today, so... Well, I think non-native people know that... Oops. I, I think the video... The idea... Yeah, Ogama, um, yeah, t- she keeps on... Okay, cool. All right, go ahead. All right, so... Again, you know, um, uh, Americans don't get this history in school, and I think you know that's something that's in the new future. Future, but for now, it's 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 not there. So people like myself, um, we go out there and do a little treaty 101, and a big part of that is reminding um, the signatories to uh, the treaties are um, the Americans that still benefit from those treaties, and if so, if your house your business or whatever it be um, is still on this land, they are still benefiting from those treaties that their ancestors signed with ours. So treaties recognize Indian tribes as sovereign nations that exercise exclusive authority over all our people and the activities within our territories. And treaties preserve our way of life, and we have relationship rights, um, meaning we're all related. You heard that phrase, right, Robert? We're all related? Yep. Yes, we are. deep connection with the land, the water, and all living beings. And that's our way of life. That's a big part of our culture, who we are. And, you know, again, um, our original instructions is to, to, you know, do what our ancestors did and um, protect all those living things and protect who we are. And that's what those treaties were intended to do. And a lot of people don't understand that... Natives were diplomatic um, before being discovered by the Europeans. You know, we had legal binding agreements. um, And so, as we know, the foundation of this country um, is built um, between those treaties, two sovereign uh, nations that sign agreements. And, you know, I think we all know that in our United States Constitution, Article 6, treaties are supreme law of the land. So... um, the misconception is that many Americans think they gave us rights when indeed our treaties gave them rights to be here, gave them rights to hunt fish and do all those good things. And so, again, you know, um, it's not that uh, we have um, to ask for permission. I think um, what was lost in all, you know, the dis- uh, misconceptions, the deception is that um we have to, as Native people, always ask for permission. That kind of puts us in a quasi-sovereign um, state, and that's not what the treaties intended. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, uh, Nancy. Uh, what what else, uh, you know, what, what what are the most, like, uh, asked questions you have when people talk about treaties? Are they... Uh, still valid this today or, or are they old or no one ever really respected the treaties what what do you hear from people well you know um there's been a good reception when we show up because you know again um like i mentioned before treaties are not in our history books you know the way they should be so i think when we do show up and do the little treaty 101 and, and build a little bit understanding they're more curious to learn uh, about these treaties and how they are treaty people. So I think, you know, 
some of the work that we've been doing, you know, at the uh, DFL party, we, we reached out to the Republicans but got no feedback from them. But as you know, Robert, back um, in May of 2022, we went to the state convention with treaty resolution. And again, that was another opportunity to remind, you know, Americans that they too are treaty people. And we want to teach them how to be a good treaty person. So I think, you know, when we do show up, they're more curious to just understand how do I be, or how am I a treaty person? And I think, you know, um, when we talk about everything being connected and how we want to, you know, preserve our culture and we also want to take care of all living things. Again, we're all related. That means even the non-Native people, we do this for them. So um, I think, you know, what they don't understand is that treaties are very much alive today um, as the day they were signed. They're very much alive as the Constitution is. And so when we see our public officials, our law enforcement, swearing to uphold the United States Constitution, that's to include Article 6. And so because that don't happen, um, we show up and we do that. And I think um, looking at the work here in Belchami County, the relationships we've built with our Bemidji City Council members, our commissioners, our law enforcement, and our, our tribal elected officials from Leech Lake, White Earth, and Red Lake, it's it's inspiring to, to know that, you know, we all want to do something better, but because lack of knowledge of what those histories, or histories, those treaties intended, that shared history that we have together, um, you know, they don't understand how to move forward, so we're kind of like spoon-feeding them in a good way of why treaties matter, and I think it's been an um, exciting journey for me so far. Um, there's been a lot of challenges along the way, but, you know, being um, Indigenous is, um, you know, reminding ourselves as Indigenous people that resiliency is key. And, you know, and again, you know, you show up and you keep showing up. And, and you talk why these treaties are important, not to just our way of life, but to every living thing. And that regardless of how we might feel about the, um, the law enforcement or the laws put forth, we, as Native people, um, have a right to defend those treaties and, and never have to feel like we have to uh, surrender to that. Because, again, there are Article 6 of United States Constitution, and that has to mean something because they wouldn't be there if they didn't mean anything. So I think, you know, people are surprised to know that they're in the Constitution when we tell them that they are Article 6. Well, you know, Nancy, it's great to have this show because I'm learning a lot about treaties, and I think one of the one of the angles that uh, you used with line three is uh, talking about treaties and 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 it was brilliant and we should talk a little bit about that we're going to go to a break and and hope the internet doesn't break or uh i should like uh, smudge off here and do all those good things nance yeah i think i'll I'll take a smudge to myself so we'll take a good break here in a good (laughs) way and we'll be back Ooh, good segue. Oh, uh, we'll be right back with Nancy Bolio and Ogma's out there somewhere. Uh, you're listening to Echo, wait, Native Echo, Echo Native, Native Roots Radio. We'll be right back after this short break. Ho-wah. COVID-19 is still here. It's not too late to get your booster. Staying up to date with vaccines can help you protect yourself from getting seriously ill from COVID-19. Get your booster at the 360 Colburn Clinic, operated by St. Paul Ramsey County Public Health, for a chance to win one of five $500 Visa gift cards. Each week in January, a winner will be selected from eligible persons age 5 and up who got their COVID-19 booster. To learn more and schedule your appointment, visit RamseyCounty.us slash booster. Get vaccinated while discovering the inspiring work of Native American STEM professionals. The Department of Indian Work St. Paul will host a COVID vaccine clinic on Saturday, January 28th at the Science Museum of Minnesota's Native American STEM Day. Get your shot while enjoying a live DJ, activities, STEM student-led panels, galleries, and exhibitors. Plus, get $50 of gift card incentives when you get vaccinated. So let's get vaccinated and celebrate Native Americans in STEM on Saturday, January 28th from 11 to 4 at the Science Museum of Minnesota. Admission is free. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States, and 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, 
and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, Minnesota. This is David Pakman, and you can catch my show weekdays at 2 p.m. for the latest in political news on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. Even though Auto Technical is a small nonprofit, we have helped more families with transportation than any organization in Minnesota. Since 94, we have reconditioned donated vehicles so they have a higher tax benefit. Call Richard at 612-919-5526, 612-919-5526, or autotech.org. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style and owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design. People often ask me, why habitation for my home? Well, I could give you hundreds of reasons. I could talk about the extensive collection of furnishing suppliers or our exceptionally talented design team. I could talk about service. But the truth is, habitation clients come back room after room and home after home, and that speaks volumes. Habitation, put some drama into your interiors. Thanks to everyone who supported AM 950 for the last three years. Good news. The AM 950 2023 calendar is ready to go, featuring photos I took around Minnesota and important progressive dates. If you sign up to become a member with a one-time $50 membership or recurring monthly membership of $10, you'll receive a 2023 AM 950 calendar as a thank you gift. Go to am950radio.com to become a member and receive a calendar. That's am950radio.com. Thank you so much for supporting AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. A slight chance of snow tonight with a low of 23, then a slight chance of snow again Wednesday with a high of 29. Hazel's Northeast offers the most creative comfort food you'll find for any meal of the day. Hazel's is located at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis, minutes from 35W. More at hazelsne2go.com. Bijou. I am Oshawashko Gijig. I'm from Red Lake Nation, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Hey, we are being uh, supported by uh, the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in uh, Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. We're here with Nancy Bolio, and we're talking... uh, about uh, treaties and kind of what treaties are and uh, how cool they are and how people possibly, uh, you know, have questions about it. And I know I have, and I, I said uh, just before we went on break, Nancy, uh, when when the, the fight of uh, Line 3 first started and you were bringing up treaties, I think a lot of people thought that you were brilliant by that, um, I hate to put it in this way, that angle, but in but in that angle. <laughs> looks like you're muted. looks like somehow you're muted. Oh, I, okay, there we go. Um, yeah. yeah, so again, you know, America was built on those treaties they signed with our ancestors, and so we all share the benefits and obligations to treaties, and we all have a responsibility to be a good treaty person. So treaties, uh, again, they're a living uh, agreements, and uh, they respect the status of a nation. So when we exercise equality, we actually respect nationhood. So again, that sovereign to sovereign um, piece there is important. So when we sign those treaties with the United States government, um, they need to be uh, better at doing what they're doing because we don't see that right now. But I do have some good news a little bit later. Um, Sovereignty, again, is a collective. And I think, you know, we don't talk about that enough, what that means, because uh, a lot of the times we'll see our elected officials um, on the state side, go and visit with our tribal elected officials, and then think that whatever they say and do and, and, and recommend for us is is 
a given and it's true and it's not because again the um RBCs the reservation business committees our chairmen our secretary treasurers our tribal reps they are actually um just another uh, an extension of the United States government under the Indian Reorganization Act. So again, they do not hold sovereignty for all of us. We have that individually. We were born with it. And collectively as a people, uh, we have a right to bring our forces together and, and protect everything because we are the sovereign and, and not some uh, appointed uh, government body under the Indian Reorganization Act. So um, when Sovereignty is exercised without the in intervention from, you know, it, it's exercised without the intervention from the, uh, um, how do I want to say that, the internal authority. So our native sovereignty, again, is inherent. And, um, again, this country gained its sovereignty um, signing those treaties with us. And so they were given the right to occupy these lands. And, again, they have a trust responsibility to do better, and I think, you know, in regards to that, um, the EPA's uh, re revision of the uh, Clean Water Act is, is a big step forward in, in um, protecting those inherent uh, reserved treaty rights. And so, uh, again, treaties are for the original uh, spiritual intent and not for what was thought to be understood under the um, deception and the language barriers and all the misunderstandings of the treaty agreements. So, Treaties, again, were written to preserve Native culture and retaining the Native's inherent right to hunt, fish, gather, and travel. So, again, um, this is not just for our, our territories on the reservation. The um, ceded territory, the land that we gave up title but never surrendered our inherent right to hunt, fish, and gather, I mean, what good are those things when the water's poisoned, Robert? We, they're useless to us. So, again... Um, there's a trust responsibility on behalf of the United States government to preserve our way of life through those reserved rights under those treaties. So, again, um, there's so much that we need to do, and we need to do it now because of um, the climate change. Uh, it's exasperating. And, you know, it's here in northern Minnesota. Look at winter. You know, uh, it's almost gone, and it feels like we're not where we're supposed to be. And I think um, when we elect people into office and they swear to uphold the treaties. I think it's up to people like us to continue to show up and define what sovereignty means because, again, that's really important, and that's what I spoke to at the 1855 Treaty Authority meeting just a couple weeks ago. We're not going to win anything until we define what sovereignty is and how we use that collectively as a people and not a tribal council selling us out to um, make a quick dollar. And it, it's been a challenge, Robert, but I think we're in a, in a good way now. I think... Um, you know, when we first started this work, it was pretty challenging. We got gabbled a couple times. <laughs> and, uh, but we just kept showing up. And now they realize that there's a lot of goodness to um, upholding those treaties collectively as the treaty is intended. They wanted us to be in peace and to leave the earth in a better way than we found it. So we're doing this for the future, not just for ourselves. Absolutely. Hey, Ogma, um, I'm wondering if your smoke signal's working up there in Bemidji. Ho -wa. Hey, is it, can you hear me? Yes, I can. And I see your lips moving everything. Echo? I don't think so. And um, I think uh, Dan thinks that wolves are good people. So I, I, I just <laughs> want to say that. But it's been a crazy show here, uh, Ogama. And uh, you have to stay on the rest of the show with me. So it's even going to be crazier. You know, I, I was thinking, uh, Nancy, too, one of the one of the big treaty uh, things that happened in the 90s. Do you remember the fishing rights that went on and these crazy people that are vacationers want, were mad because of the treaties and that Native Americans could uh, fish their land at any time? Um, you know, that, that's an example. And that was a a really one-sided uh, media blitz against Native Americans uh, in the 90s, but we uh, prevailed. Right, and, you know, we're going to continue to do that. And, you know, Todd Thompson was one of those defendants in that Mille Lacs case in 1999, and, um, you know, he was also a defendant out to Camp Firelight. So, you know, it was an honor to stand with people like himself, and um, I think we got lost here. Where did you get lost? Oh, I see a bunch of squirrels on the screen, so it's probably just um, a quick glitch. But, again, you know, um, 
those treaties are legal and are binding peace agreements between sovereign nations that we must uphold, and we need to live as good neighbors and, you know, um, really do better than what we are doing. And I think, you know, um, seeing people at the Capitol tomorrow, um, unfortunately I can't be there. It's lobby day for um, climate tomorrow at the um, state Capitol here in Minnesota. But I, I'm hoping, and I, and I did speak to the people that will be there tomorrow, that um, remind those DFL politicians that treaties are on their action agenda and they, they have to mean something. So, you know, I'm hoping, you know, as we move forward that, People, um, not just ourselves, but these elected officials. Whoops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what not here? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it, it tends to happen. I even have the volume down, but yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> back to tomorrow. I'm I'm hoping that our allies that hold space tomorrow, um, not just there, but even moving forward across Turtle Island. We all have to do this work at uh, defending these treaties, and when you're out there defending them, um, because they are um, Article 6 of the United States Constitution, we shouldn't have to surrender, Robert, um, and we should never have to take any plea agreements because, again, they are supreme law of the land. And, you know, um, I think that's, you know, looking back at the 1999 case um, kind of inspired me um, to continue to defend those treaties and, and not surrender. And, you know, it's been an honor to do this work. And, um, you know, there's goodness moving forward in regards to what's going to happen here in Belchami County with, um, you know, defending those treaties in the 1855 treaty um, territory. So, um, again, you know, it's about that uh, Treaty 101 awareness, uh, building healthy relationships with our allies and Sometimes um, they need some education, like the new sheriff in town. He's he's going to get some good schooling here, and I think he's ready for it. And I'm so honored to um, still be here today and do this work, um, regardless of <laughs> some of the challenges. Or, you know, sometimes I don't want to um, agree that they, too, are treaty people. So I tell these non-natives in a good way, Robert, if they don't want to honor the treaties, they can always build another Mayflower and just head on back. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know. We should change. way, you know. So, um, yeah. So, um, really, honestly, um, you know, I think um, to be a good treaty person is just, um, you know, figure out how you are a treaty person. Reach out to us at three fifty and figure out how you can get engaged. Um, again, you know, I feel um, being the first city on the Mississippi, it's all more important to defend the water because um yeah without the mississippi um and clean water what good is anything else yeah exactly uh you know going to the capitol and i'm gonna try and go there tomorrow too because i think there's a couple other things going on there's a lot of things happening at the capitol and uh you've always said this and i've heard this quote many times if you're not at the table pull up a a folding chair and uh you know, um, and there you have it, you, you know, and show up and uh, give a couple hoots and people people notice that. If uh, if you're not uh, there supporting uh, what you believe in, uh, it's noticeable. So it's good for people to know that, hey, we need to uh, show up to the Capitol if we can and, um, and, and represent. Right, and like you said, you know, if we're not at the table, we are what's being served. And if there's not a chair bring a folding table, and I want to give a big shout-out to, you know, all of our Native relatives that ran for Minnesota House, for the Senate, for whatever it be. And quite honestly, that's a fine example of bringing a folding chair, and I couldn't be more proud to have our sister in ribbon skirts at the States bringing a voice to our people and a place at the table for us. So, yeah, hey, uh, do you know where and what time tomorrow the people are listening here in the Twin Cities could possibly uh, make it to the Capitol? So that starts tomorrow at 9 a.m. and goes until 1 p.m. And they are going to meet um, at the church that's just uh, right behind the Capitol. I don't know know the exact address, but there is um, a, a church where they're um, going to gather and right. they're going to give you some tools on, on how to speak with your representative. Most people that are um, going to be doing that probably pre-registered for that, but you know, it's never too late to show up and just kind of jump in and, and figure out where you belong because tomorrow we all should be there, but unfortunately not all of us can be there. But 
Um, if you are going to be there, um, meet at the church. Um, it's just like maybe a block behind the Capitol. You can't miss it. It's, it's right by the uh, the train yep. there. With- right on University. It's catty corner from the Capitol on the north uh, west side of uh, the street. Right. And, and so I would say, you know, go there, find out where do you belong and how you can best uh, be a good voice for the day and, and just be there because it, it does matter. And I think it's it's going to be a powerful day tomorrow. If you're there, remind them, you know, that DF, D, the DFL party does have um, treaties and their action agenda. And again, the action agenda was something that the delegates like myself worked really hard. This is kind of the platform of the people of what we expect our uh, elected officials to uphold and work for. So again, we don't want to um, let the action agenda serve as uh, glorified words and let the um, politicians do as they please. I think we have to hold their feet to a fire and bring up um, treaty responsibility in a good way. It's always important to show up in a good way, Robert. Right on. Hey, thanks, Nancy. This uh, show will probably win us an Emmy. Thanks for being on uh, and uh, living through this with us. And I just want to say this, too. I know we're breaking, but there's also Minnesota... House uh, People of Color Indigenous Caucus uh, at 2.30 at the Capitol, too. We'll talk a little bit more uh, next with Ogma on that. We'll be right back. This is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm an Echo. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Take care of your community by joining Metro Transit's Adopt a Stop program. Show your community pride by adopting a transit stop. Join us in helping keep the stop and your neighborhood beautiful and report any maintenance needs to us. We'll put a sign at the stop recognizing your efforts, plus you'll get 10 free rides every month. Get details at metrotransit.org slash adopt. Again, adopt a stop for Metro Transit. Now, more than ever, we are being faced daily with a topic of human mortality. And for many people, estate planning has been top of mind. Getting your estate planning done now can be easy and cost-effective. Shroman Law offers virtual options for initial consultations so that new clients can safely initiate the process. With many facing uncertain financial situations, Shroman Law also offers affordable fees for legal documents. Learn more at shromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N law.com. Winter is reading season. These long, frigid nights are perfect for getting cozy with a new book, and Next Chapter booksellers can help. The friendly staff are great at making recommendations no matter your age and taste. And if you already know what you want, just place an order online for delivery at nextchapterbooksellers.com. And don't forget, they sell a wide variety of puzzles and games that make great indoor activities for the entire family. Located off Snelling and Grand in St. Paul and at nextchapterbooksellers.com. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves. Please join Howling for Wolves on Wolf Day, Tuesday, February 7th, 2023 at the Minnesota State Capitol. You can sign up on Howling for Wolves event page. Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this portion of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Wow. Hey, so uh, I just, uh, Ogama, I do, I just wanted to prove I do read our uh, emails uh, once in a while. Yes, I I did notice that. (laughs) That was one I missed. Yeah, well, we get buried, and I just want to... uh, we got a uh, for immediate le- uh, uh, release uh, today. Uh, Minnesota House People of Color and Indigenous Caucus to announce the legislative priorities, and uh, it's at the Minnesota House People of Color Indigenous Caucus uh, uh, announces legislative. The co-chairs uh, 
uh, BIPOC, uh, Cedric Frazier of New Hope, uh, Esther uh, uh, Abaji, and Vice Chair Alicia Kozalski of Duluth and other members of the caucus, 230, Minnesota State Press Conference Room, B971. Um, good to know. And uh, we, and we uh, also, Nancy just sent us a message, too. She appreciates our listeners, Begwitch, for making time for us. Uh, she loves them, too. Hey, that's getting a little uh, risque, but, you know, that's that kind of show. Oh, Shanita loves uh, Nancy, too. So... So it's been a, quite a show here, and I know um, at times stressful, but I'm trying to shake it off and turn it into a comedy show. And how did I do, Ogama? Well, you know, welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm an Echo. Is a, I think it's a pretty good tagline. <laughs> yeah. So we have some uh, technology happening here with our StreamYard. We might have to uh, find a new way to do this, but uh, very interesting um, that we're all treaty people. And really, I, do you remember any of the Mille Lacs, uh, uh, fight in the nineties? I know you're, you're pretty young and, um, but that was a big treaty fight up there with the fishing rights. And we had our, uh, hall of fame coach, Bud Grant up there fighting for all the Washichus, which is not a good word in Lakota, Dakota for white people, uh, uh, up there and fighting for uh, our rights uh, our treaty rights. Yeah, you know, I remember it being talked about. Um, I was a I was a kid, um, and people had talked about um, what had happened back in 1990. I mean, I was scarcely scarcely conscious at that time, but um, you know, it's important that people realize how modern these problems are with treaty rights and how easily they can be taken from us. And how easily the government would uh, not have any problem doing that. Um, I think the biggest thing that Nancy said today that I would want people to hear again that I would want to reiterate is that the United States as a country would not have gained its sovereignty if it weren't for the treaties ceding the land for their use. So this sovereignty of the United States and its existence is intrinsically linked to the indigenous people's treaties that they made. And they have not kept a single one of them. Everything has been broken on those. And I think that's something that a lot of people who are non-native allies realize, but uh, some other people maybe have not put those connections together. Yeah, no. And, and I haven't really, um, and I think, you know, what we always talked about is, hey, uh, <laughs> treaties, the only treaty that the United States has ever uh, ever uh, done is none, you know. And uh, and so leaving it at that, and, but now that, that we're coming at them with, with their own law and their own treaties, and treaties being their supreme law uh, written in the Constitution, so you have people fighting, 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 fighting uh, about... The Second Amendment, we have people getting students and people dancing and uh, celebrating, getting blown away by these submachine guns, and uh, um, they're fighting over that, and we can fight over uh, a simple thing like treaties. And, uh, you know, back up just a second, Ogma, you know, we started the show because of what was happening at Standing Rock and that we felt that there was no really media out there talking about it in a good way. Wendy and I would be there at Standing Rock and then we'd hear on the news or we wouldn't hear anything from the news. It would be a total blackout or we'd hear this misinformation that was unbelievable. Um, you know, and it made the, the peaceful, peaceful protesters as the bad people where they were getting shot with, uh, uh, water pistols, rubber bullets, mm-hmm. and it was cold and, um, uh, things that were happening like that were inhumane. And um, so we've been trying to blast out in a good way, um, you know, what what our news and events and what we're going through as a Native people as the, you know, we don't say this a lot, but we're the first people here, you know. And I know they say that in Canada all, all the time, the, the Native people, but we are the first people here. We've It's been proven that we've been here over 10,000 years and, and daily it's it's proven by whether it's fossils or footprints that are being found um, that we've been here and we have creation stories here 
uh, on this continent, on Turtle Island, that uh, cannot be disputed. You know, where where are we from? They want to say we're from, uh, you know, that the 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 continents link together, and we're from Asia. And it's just like, well, we don't have the same DNA as people from Asia. You know, so there there's that. So I I just went on a little uh, ramble there, uh, Ogama. And I can see by the expression on your face, it's like, wow, you just went on a little ramble there. Well, you know, it's important to get those things off our chest and to talk about those things. And and I agree that people in Canada, you know, they call themselves First Nations for a reason. And I'm Ojibwe, but I'm actually Anishinaabe, which translates to First People as well. And it's important that we hold on to these things that we know to be true exactly and uh we should not have let nancy go she's still reporting for us she says article 2 of the united states constitution tax free indians 1855 treaty authority addressing this um Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's a lot of talk about that uh you know i know ho-chunk the nation that i am we are not reservation people we have uh we have land, and we have land in Minnesota. We have land in Chicago. And we have land in Wisconsin, and uh, and uh, so we ha- we were here in Minnesota before there was a Minnesota. You know, we we were all over this five state area, and uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. You know, exactly, and you know this whole drawing borders with treaties and states and all those kinds of things. That was not the way that things were decided or handled um, prior to the settlers arriving here. And it's important to remember, too, that, you know, there's two types of colonization. Um, There's active settler colonization, um, and then there's the type of colonization from a distance. And we are still a part of active settler colonialism here. Right. And, you know, uh, people ask where you're from and, you know, or who you are. And, you know, I'm Ho-Chunk and I'm um, from Turtle Island. And uh, we we pre, you know, we pre-exist the white man here. And uh, we always have to remember that. So we've made it through the show, Ogama. And we might have to uh, change our format back to Zoom or something here. This is pretty crazy right now. Um, but, hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. I want to thank everyone who stuck with us uh, through thick or thin here of the echo chamber and uh, thank Ogama for uh, not pulling out her hair and Nancy for being a good sport and everybody else. So we're going to work on the technology here and we'll be back tomorrow. So we'll see you free Leonard Peltier now.